The Brew Chat Podcast is proudly brought to you by Riverside Wine and Spirits. It's your number one spot here in Chattanooga for fine wine, boutique liquors, and craft beer. You can go down there and get a growler filled. You can get cans. You can get kegs. You can get anything you need to. That also includes gifts. They've got great gift ideas for that favorite drinker you've got in your family. So get down there and get that. They've also got everything you need for St. Patty's Day, which is coming up this weekend. Stay safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Make sure you don't drink and drive this weekend because you will go to jail or you will die. So get down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. It's right on Manufacturers Road. Get everything you need for all your libation needs and ask them about the Brew Chat six pack. That means you can get the six pack of beers that we drink every week on the show so you can drink along with us and see if you agree or don't agree with what we have to say about each beer. I also wanted to remind you guys that Brew Skies, the homebrew festival is coming up here on April 14th. You can get your tickets online now. ChattanoogaRotaryClub.com I think is the uh, is the URL but if you just Google Brew Skies it'll come up. I should have probably looked that information up before I started recording an intro here but we're rolling. Got to keep the show going. So Go check out Bruce, guys. Google it. Do whatever you need to do. Get your tickets to that. It's cheap, guys. It's very affordable. You get all the booze you want. And it's a bunch of booze, a bunch of beers that you can't get anywhere else because they're all home brews. And we've got great talent here in town. So you're going to get a lot of beers that are kind of once in a lifetime almost. So unless you know people, unless you know the brewers, get on down there. Maybe you do get to know the brewers. So maybe it won't be a once in a lifetime opportunity, but it also, that ticket price also includes your food and drink. And for 10 more dollars, you can get an early bird admission ticket, which means you get in an hour earlier to really take full advantage of all that free food and free homebrewed beer. On March 30th, once a month, their second show is coming up with Natasha Ferrer and Grace Holtz. They were on the show here a couple weeks ago. They're coming up again right before that show. We're going to have a good one, but they're having their show down at the Palace Theater on March 30th. Make sure you get down there and check that out. Also, I wanted to remind you guys, Brew Chat, or I guess not remind you guys since you don't know yet, but announce it, is Brew Chat is now officially part of the Hopped Up Network. So you can find us on there at thehoppedupnetwork.com. Anyway, I'm Tanner. We are back here again for another episode of the Brew Chat Podcast, episode 130, which is pretty sweet. Once we once we uh, cross that 100 mark, these episodes just breeze on by. I mean, it seems like yesterday. I mean, I'm not trying to toot our own horn here at all, but it's just very strange. We kept churning and churning and churning and working to get to 100, and now they are just zipping on by. So not complaining, trying not to brag. It's a humble brag, trying to make it a humble brag. But anyway, we're back here for the Brew Chat Podcast. I'm Tanner. You know who I am. And we've got a very special episode this week. We've got Donnie Marsh, a local comedian, and he's also working on a local Chattanooga late night talk show called Chat Talk Tonight, and he tells us a little bit about that. He's also got quite a few things he tells us about, including a sport called Booze Kashi. I'm flabbergasted by this. We went and looked up some YouTube videos after and holy shit, this sport is crazy. Go look it up on YouTube. It's spelled uh, B-U-Z-K-A-S-H-I, Buzkashi. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. He tells us all about that, all about comedy here in Chattanooga, about his show Chat Talk tonight. And uh, we start drinking. Uh, we had some beers from uh, Cerveza de los Muertos, that brewery. It's a Mexican brewery, but we weren't too pleased with those. None of our beers we picked out tonight we were too pleased with. So we ended up digging into next week's beers a little bit. So I've got the Brew Chat six-pack I'll put up tomorrow so you guys can go get your beers for next week because it was going to be Highland, but we ended up drinking them on this episode because they're so good and their new branding is so kick-ass. So I'm going to get off here and quit babbling. It's exactly what I'm going to do. Let's get into this. Here's the Brew Chat podcast, episode 130. Let's see if you bastards can do 90.
The brewery? Yeah, Oh. We can, we can talk about that on here. Yeah, we've got a Lego we can, brewery. Yeah, no, there's a Lego yeah. brewery over here. Actually, I'll grab it. Hold that on. is amazing. Yeah. I have never seen such oh, no, a thing. Yeah, I guess it would be our brewery, I, I guess. Oh, you knocked Alan over. Yeah, Alan was uh, our third co-host you just met, but he's, okay. he stepped in for a minute to say hey, but he's on baby hiatus right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on mother leave. He and his baby have a podcast? Yeah. Okay. That's great. <laughs> they're, <doing. laughs> they're recording yeah. tonight. <laughs> so this is little Lego version of me and Tanner here. Nice. And uh, Alan's over here. Wow, that is multi. And, but I guess he doesn't get to play with us tonight. That's fine. But we got this brewery. Tanner disassembled some of his other Legos mm-hmm. to build this brewery. And we, we got some kegs here. Oh, these are barrels. Yeah, we're barrel aging. Yeah, we're barrel aging. Yeah, we've got some barrel aging over I'm definitely taking a picture of this before I leave. That's fine. That's totally fine. But yeah, you can go ahead and take a gander at that. And you got hops over here, too. Oh, of course. Yeah, all sorts of stuff in there. And uh, we got little taps there. You can move the handles. But yeah, for those listening, we're here with Donnie Marsh. This is so good for an audio podcast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you guys should see we have this. A, we have a picture of it somewhere, right? Yeah, there's a picture of it on our Instagram page. Okay. Yeah, we need to throw out more pictures of that, though. We need to get yeah. some real, like, serious close-ups with some really shallow depth of field mm-hmm. and just have it look like it's us in a real brewery and stuff like that. Well, like, we need, like, maybe... Backdrop. Two or three more fermentation tanks and a mash tun. Well, we're, it's a startup. Yeah. You, know, you don't start it's with that. It's a startup that, so, brewery, yeah. yeah. We're getting there. But we got some barrels. That's I'm nice. impressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's coming the, along. I like to think that's the total failure brewery. It's the total failure brewery, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, when we started home brewing, Alan and I came up with the name Total Failures. That's great. Uh, because every fucking time we brewed, we something would fuck up. But it always worked out. It always worked it out. Always Our beers are pretty out. good. I need to brew again, actually. It's about that time. Alan's beer's about to be on draft at CBC because he won a contest. Okay. Yeah. Hey, what are we drinking right now? This is, uh, let's see here. Well, the sticker is over. Amber. <laughs> it tastes <laughs> like amber ale. Death okay. becomes you. Yeah, here you go. From uh, Cerveza de los Muertos, product of Mexico. It's Day of the Dead beer. That's interesting. Sort of our theme is... Uh, We've been having kind of a ladies' month. You're our first yeah. male guest this month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. International Ladies' Day was last week. That's right. And uh, so, yeah, we've just been kind of having a ladies' month, and we've got, I don't know, we just kind of picked these out because they have ladies on the bottles. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll have to do this yeah. time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I listened to uh, to the last few. Um, okay. I listened to, to well, the, the, the two recent ones with uh, Grace and Natasha, uh, good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. I think still, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, you can never tell with those two. <laughs> no, no, you can tell real fast. They, they hate. You everybody. can tell real fast if you if you're That's not on true. good terms. Yeah. So, um, no. But, uh, who was on last week? Uh, Fendel and Jackie. Okay. Yeah, yeah Jackie the, Helbert is the WTC reporter that was fired. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I've I've met her in passing. Yeah. 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 She's a cool lady, and so yes. is Fendel. And we, we just didn't talk about her WTC thing just because yeah, yeah. she's got way other more interesting things well, yeah, to talk about. Well, yeah, and that's about. been in the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can I look up on the news. she talked about it on the first time she was here, too. She yeah, was, yeah. We could have done a follow-up. Like, yeah. she ended up winning the case. I yeah. Mean, she got some money for Yeah, it, I mean, it's so. newsworthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah look, but, look it up. No, when, uh, when, she, when she mentioned Rodney Howard Brown, I was like, oh, I know that name. Mm. So. No, that whole, yeah, we decided uh, we wanted to talk about just crazy religious stuff last week. Mm-hmm. Cause that's how we kind of roll. We'll talk about whatever here. Sure. 
I had a cra- I mean, I wasn't a crazy religious upbringing, but it was not fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> like at all. But hers was insane. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's no, that was, that was some crazy stuff. Her talking about like the terrorist. Yes. The terrorist attack that they staged. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen some well-intentioned bonkers things, but that was, uh, that was boy. Yeah, man. Mm. I mean, we didn't take the left behind books as scripture. So at least, so, um, I will say, uh, back to this beer that, um, super malty. I, yeah, I thought it was a Kentucky bourbon barrel ale at first kind of tasted like that to me. Yeah. It's kind of got a, a barrel ag. But the, I mean, Tasty this is only five and a half percent, so yeah, not like eight. I think uh, the bourbon barrel. The bottle yeah, doesn't give you a whole lot of now info. It doesn't. And we've got two from the same brewery. Yeah, it's okay. just uh, beer of what does muerto? Beer of the dead. The dead. Yeah, the dead. Cerveza de los muertos. So you are supposed to drink this beer after you have already died. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that's why it's got to be so malty. Yeah, you know that's that why flavor. it's malty. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, the skellies can't taste it. That's right. I called them skellies. <laughs> well, you're on good Only terms. they can use <laughs> yeah. that word, Jared. That's <laughs> <laughs> their word. My skellies. Uh, brewed and bottled by Cervecera Mexicana. Oh, it's brewed by Tecate. Really? Oh. Yeah. Very cool. Hmm. I, I, I guess unless, as if I know. Unless Tecate... And I don't know this, so I'm sounding super ignorant. Unless Tecate is a Mexican city, which it very well could be. Could be. It could be. <laughs> it very well could be. Well, I guess No, no. The, yeah. No, this is Tecate. This is Tecate BC, which would be Tecate Brewing Company. Brewing Company. Mako. And it's imported by Worldwide Beverage Imports, LLC, in LA. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Tecate. Yeah. Huh. And this other one is a pale ale, 4.8%. Where's my dealy here? So what kind of beer do you normally like, Ronnie? Or Donnie? Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, I usually like stouts. Stouts? Um, yes. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like any beer at first. I mean, when I was younger, first started drinking. But uh, then my, my friend Mike O'Malley one time was like, you got to try an Irish car bomb. Mm. I was like, what's an Irish car bomb? He was like, oh. don't worry about it. <laughs> and I knew, like, I mean, because... Anytime That's he how said the best things start. Anytime he was like, "Don't worry about it," I was like, "Oh, you are the devil on my shoulder right mm-hmm. now." I was like, and I said, "Well, what does it taste like?" He's like, "Tastes like chocolate milk." I'm like, "No, it does not." <laughs> He's like, "I swear it does. Has an aftertaste of chocolate milk." So <laughs> we went to a good Irish pub. They poured the, you know, the half uh, pint of Guinness and uh, a shot glass, half Bailey's, half Jameson. Didn't didn't use any uh, cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. Drop it in, and he was absolutely right. Aftertaste of chocolate milk. One of my, it became my favorite drink to have before, uh, you know, playing guitar on stage mm-hmm. because it would get you loosened up enough to have fun, but I could still feel the strings. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too like if I had two drinks before I got on stage, no good, not good for me or the audience, but, but yeah, one drink. Perfect. You'll tear yourself up on a guitar. If you get too drunk, I've done you it. Can. Yeah. I got torn up, uh, by a drum set instead. Mm. Um, again, Mike O'Malley's fault. Um, he, we decided we were going to be like the who and, uh, throw things around <laughs> after the stage. And I went to protect my brand new guitar and I, I, I leaned like so, and I, I put my hand out and, um, he was throwing the hi-hat stand at me Oh my god! and my ring finger went through part of the thing and it just, the weight of it snapped my finger. So oh. yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, that's rough. Oh. We couldn't play a show for a, a couple of months, but yeah. I mean, 
he was like, ah, this is a sacrifice for rock and roll. I mean, that's what are you going to do? Yeah, I was more so just talking. I've gotten drunk and just gone on a jam streak and woken up the next day and like my fingers are just peeling apart and just a little blistered. And even from somebody that's played guitar for a while, they yeah. were just like, ugh, like need some lotion, honey. I had the craziest <laughs> night. One time I woke up the next day and I had a job as an insurance salesman mm-hmm. in Topeka. Just okay. Nuts. Crazy show. All right. Worked there three years, you know, hmm. just. You know, the benefits were all right. An insurance salesman just woke up. up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounded great. Whoa, what are you doing over there? This was, was wobbly. I was trying to get it set it in its knock. I'll have to oh. edit that out. Oh, but. I should drink the pale ale. Yeah, so this is the this is the pale ale. This is the pale. It's not very pale. It's for it's a pale, pale ale. It's kind of pale. We don't have these lights on. Again, Wait, a little That's right. This is our first show after the time changed. Yeah, so it's, it's not weird in here. It's all bright. Dark. Yeah. yeah. It's usually darker. We've got a lot of sun. Yeah, it actually here. is a very weird vibe in here right now. It's very different. A weird. Yeah, usually we have this light off. We've got these lights on, the lamps on, so we can use these to look at the beer. And it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. But the and time change. That's usually raining. Fucking too. time change. And I'm a man ruining everything. everything. Yeah, you've it's just come in fault. and trampled <clears throat> all over yeah. the women this month. <laughs> well, yeah. Along with, we got Ryan Darling on next week, so he'll come in and trample as well. Oh, yeah. okay. So that should be fun. Ryan, huh? Yeah, good old Ryan. Huh. Yeah. Which actually, yeah, you're a comedian. Tell us about this uh, that was a chat joke. talk tonight. <laughs> What's up with that? So chat talk tonight is uh, it, it's it's a late night talk show mm-hmm. that is live. I don't know that we're even recording it right now, um, but the, it's the first episode. It mm-hmm. might be better that we do not record it. I'm not sure. But uh, I am the host, and this was something that where uh, Rose Cox just approached me. She wanted to get some more comedy shows and mm-hmm. you know, the new Palace Theater. And um, she was like, I want one of the shows to be a late night talk show, and I think you'd be a perfect host. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You guys can't um, see the face he made. On I do head. own a suit that fits. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, it's funny because when I was 20, I remember I was hanging out with a bunch of friends and we were just talking about, oh, what would your dream job be? And immediately, just late night talk show mm-hmm. host jumped into my head. I was like, oh, I would love to do that. So you bought a suit and now yeah. it's the suit you own. I waited for the rest to come and it finally has 17 years later. Just so. Without doing anything. Without doing without anything. Doing shit. You know, it's all come to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, so I, I have, she was like, do whatever you want with it, you know? And I was like, <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, so, but I, I, obviously I don't know any celebrities or anything. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know. Oh, like, Hey, now you know too. <clears throat> boom. <laughs> boom. Right. Well, I mean like a, the tag I had for it was like a, a podcast you actually have to physically go to. Isn't that great? <laughs> what a great idea. So. The, um, the idea I had was, I mean, I'm just going to say that this is the only talk show that exists outside the bounds of space and time. <laughs> and so I will interview people from the past as well as the future. So, um, we're going to okay. have, yeah. So there, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff. I, I don't want to say like all the guests or, or like where exactly it's going, but I mean, like, uh, if you could interview like anyone from history, like who would it be? Ooh. Uh, well, uh, just can we, can we ignore the language barrier? Yes. Okay, that, that, that's good. Hmm. Genghis Khan did not speak fluent English. I was actually thinking Genghis Khan for yeah. some random reason. I don't know why I was thinking I, that. He's always kind of on my mind. <laughs> always kind of on your mind. 
Yep. Hmm. That's a good question. That's a good I don't question. Know. I'm going to drink on that. Yeah, yeah I'll, 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 I'll get drink about to you by the end of the Absolutely. episode. Yeah, Absolutely. that's a very good question. Hmm. Yeah, I'm even going to jot episode, it down. Anyone through history, if you could interview them. Yeah. So really, I mean, I'm just getting friends of mine uh, to, to play these characters until I get like real. Um, well, I mean, some of the guests are, are, are real. Mm-hmm. So um, and um, there's a couple of folks, uh, Angel and Caleb. They uh, I'm. I'm I'm not even like fully aware of what they do. Um, but Rose helped me uh, to book them because I was like, all I have on this show are straight dudes. And it feels like I'm <laughs> getting back at once a month somehow. Like it feels like finally comedy's safe for men again. And I was like, can you help me out with this? Cause like other people are busy and uh, you know, um, and she was like, Oh, no problem. So, um, <laughs> So she's, um, Angel, there's something called Angel's Tea Time. She's got like 40,000 followers on on Facebook. I I don't know that much about it, um, but I was like, I I would love this. So uh, also Elijah Cron, who's uh, another uh, local stand-up, he's going to be sort of closing the show out. Mm -hmm. I haven't decided yet. It depends on how well he does, you know? You know the Johnny Carson thing where like you'd invite somebody over to the couch if they had a good set? Yeah, yeah. Uh, We'll see how he does. So yeah, do you have a couch and everything that oh, would yeah. be on there? Nice. Well, there's, oh, there's, there's the furniture of some kind. That's right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I can't get into specifics right now. I've been sent Whatever some you start with, you should just keep it along with that one suit. So when it's <laughs> successful 10 years from now, it's just a little, maybe a little tight. It's and just the elbows are rubbed out. <laughs> right. <laughs> the same. And then the corners on the couch are rubbed out. Yeah. 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 Just let it wear down with you. <laughs> <laughs> like a second skin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'll, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. We've, um, we've got, I, I think it's going to be an article coming out of, uh, on com about it very shortly. But yeah, I, it's going to be a monthly show. I think it's like the third Thursday of every month. Um, as we said before, uh, before this started rolling, like I, so I'm, I'm kind of doing this by myself mm-hmm. <laughs> right now, uh, on top of having a, a, a normal job and, and other things that I'm obligated to do. So, um, I, I'm way behind on the social media promotion of it and everything. So, Hey, it happens. All that's kind of hoping you guys can help out with that, but it is yeah. this oh, yeah. Thursday, March 15th, uh, doors open at eight palace theater show starts at nine pretty promptly because I'm a semi-responsible person <laughs> and I tend to attract that kind of demographic. Mm. Um, just kidding. My friends are <laughs> okay. Good. I was about um, to yeah, say, yeah. Yeah. But, but please, uh, you know, it, show up early. It means, I mean, the, the sooner we, the sooner everybody gets there, the sooner we can start. And, you know, um, I'll, yeah. I'll be starting out with a standard, you know, m- opening monologue. Nice. Uh, you know, and yeah. then I'll, I'll get behind the desk, introduce. Uh, We're going to do a guests. full hour yeah, or it's going to be a full. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a full hour. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's five dollars. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's a, a wow, dollar. That's, that's, a, that's a lot. That's a lot of weight on it those is. shoulders, though. It is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a dollar per 12 minutes of yeah. entertainment. It's That's not bad. No. Solid deal. It is. I think so. But uh, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. It's the first. 
I, I've avoided like some folks have really taken you know taken the ball and run with it as far as like organizing another like weekly open mic mm-hmm. or another show. And uh, the idea of doing a weekly show has always been a little, just a little more than I can handle. And I know yeah. like, how quickly that would sap my enthusiasm. Right, for yeah. comedy, if I was like, "Hey, let's make it a job," yeah. but you know, a monthly a monthly show I can handle. I can do that and make it special each time, yeah. and uh, and really fun. And so I, I went to see. I got to see uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short oh, last nice. week, which was a dream come true. You know, mm-hmm. they, and they were wonderful. Um, but they are seventy two and sixty seven respectively. Whew. They look like, great though. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Steve Martin's 72 and you can still move and everything, but I did notice like the pacing of the show was perfect because they, they'd each, you know, go in and out. Mm-hmm. There would be, you know, a musical portion where neither of them needed to be there. There was, they knew how to make the show fun for them too, mm-hmm. without burning themselves out. And it was, it was a pretty long show, but there, I mean, they just knew I guess not how not to exhaust themselves over the course of that show. Yeah. So, because I was worried about them. (laughs) I think a lot of people probably were. It's like, you know, like these, these are some old guys and they're doing some fairly physical. I didn't realize they were that old. Yeah. 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 And I, I grew up loving Steve Martin. I love Steve, especially Um, when, when my dad was in college in uh, 1977, I think he was elected freshman class president. And before he flunked out, his only, I mean, his, his primary accomplishments as freshman uh, class president was bringing Steve Martin to perform there for like 10 grand in 1977, like the peak of his popularity mm-hmm. nice. and spending the rest of the budget on beer um, <laughs> yeah, for parties and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So he, as he tells it, he would have been reelected in a landslide <laughs> right. the next year, but uh, at Hudson Valley Community College. But... <laughs> Tragically, it was not to be. We should, uh, somebody should run for president just to see how far they get just on free beer. <laughs> free beer. Just forever. see how far you got. I know you wouldn't win. Apparently, you don't Maybe even it would need turn to do out that. to be a yeah, Donald right? Trump situation. He didn't expect to win. There's no way. And so maybe you ran and be like, I will make beer free for everyone. <laughs> and then before you know it, you're in the <laughs> fucking White House. Anyway, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a prank to play on yourself. Right. To run for president, not meaning to win. Dude, I'm convinced Donald Trump didn't mean to win. Me too. I'm convinced. And you're right. Like, How much more fun would like, his life be oh, if he had lost? Oh, it'd be great. He would have got a new TV deal. Mm-hmm. He would have had a new show. It would have been great. Been huge. Yeah, but I mean, what were we supposed to do? What were we supposed to do? Vote for Hillary? Come on. Come on. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> we don't joke like that. Mm. I was just mm. trying to get a woman on the podcast. This is, this is oh, <laughs> just just trying to be diverse here. Yeah. I guess you guys aren't into that. It's no, fine. No, no, we hate that kind You're of. You're our one man this month. Yeah. God damn it. A lot on my shoulders. A lot uh. on my big manly shoulders. <laughs> so broad. You do have some big manly shoulders, though. <laughs> well, thank yeah. You. There's some paint. Trying to paint a visual picture here for the audience. I um. Oh, by the way, thanks for being cool that I'm only wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's what I'm wearing. That's fine. I got nothing, kind of our standard. Fare. I got nothing but the rubber gloves on. Well, yeah. I like to wear the rubber gloves on my feet. <laughs> that's like silly. I've got, like I've got gorilla hands. You're a silly goose. Uh, but anyway, you've got gorilla back to your your talk show here. That sounds pretty sweet, actually. And I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, not like it was some big 
philanthropic effort you've you've went on here, but I'm no, glad no. somebody has asked you to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, it's it's uh, I'm I'm committed to doing it. I mean, for at least you know through the year and seeing where we where we go from there. I mean, I hope. I hope I just completely fall in love with it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how we'll, you know, retool it as, as things go on. I would love to, you know, mm-hmm. get, you know, real, uh, more real guests, like entirely like a <laughs> full slate of, <laughs> yeah. uh, of real guests as things go on. Steve but, you know, right now I'm kind of, you know, earning people's trust and mm-hmm. showing that, um, you know, I'll put people in the situation to look good and succeed and yeah, yeah. be hilarious. No, so. that's how, I mean, getting back to what you were saying about a monthly show is all we do is get together and talk to people Mm -hmm. we think we want to talk to and drink some beer with them. But that can still get pretty exhausting once a week. Like it's, I mean, I know it sounds a little trivial, but (laughs) it it does. It gets fucking exhausting Uh, sometimes. First world problems. Yeah. I don't blame you for just going once a month. Not at all. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, also the the good thing about that is it enables me to technically have a show for even if I just make it to my second show, mm-hmm. I will have had a talk show longer than uh, Chevy Chase um, did uh, Magic Johnson and yeah. um, Zach Galifianakis. Do you remember Zach Galifianakis' yeah, late show? It was called yeah. Late World and it was on Comedy Central for seven weeks. Really? Wow. The first episode was incredible, but it was steadily just... It went downhill after yeah. that. He, I don't know if he didn't have enough writing I imagine staff imagine something or what. awkward, like very Andre. Is yeah, that yeah, what yeah. happened? Yeah, Is that why? Was that before or after Between Two Ferns? Before. It was like 2001. I mean, he okay. was he had only done like a half hour special on Comedy Central. And, okay. And he got, that, he got this deal. And his final episode was just, there was a segment where everyone on staff of the show made cue cards saying like the reasons like why his show had gotten canceled. And so they were just like, one was like, you bit the hand that fed you. And then they like had clips of him criticizing the network and (laughs) people from (laughs) executives telling him how to change. He shaved his beard because like market research said that like his beard was off putting. So he was like, fine. And he did it like on the show. show. Yeah. Just like go to hell. Here's my beard. Yeah. (laughs) I can totally hear him doing that. And his is like, fine. Yeah. Like whiny voice. Yeah. Yeah. I'll shave the beard. Another one was, uh, you are functionally illiterate. <laughs> and then they had like clip after clip of him mangling a guest's name. I mean, and not just calling like some guy named Donnie Ronnie. I mean, yeah. like really, like really messing it up. Like, um, and I think like art Alex Akis from the lead singer of, um, Everclear was on and like watching, Zach Galifianakis, whose name is, uh, last name is also Greek. Like just Alex, it was, it was miserable, but yeah, seven weeks. He made it seven weeks. And so if I can make it to my second show, I technically will have had a talk show for eight weeks. So, so that's the goal. That's true. That's the goal. Okay. You Hmm. know, I had no idea he even had a fucking show. It was like, yeah, yeah, it was 2001, I think. No, it was 2001 or two. I just remember telling all my friends about it after yeah. the first episode. I was like, this is incredible. And then they were like, it was okay. Like later on, I'm like, yeah. it was really good. <laughs> I I remember, uh, see, I was probably in 10th or 11th grade, but Tom Green had the Tom Green Tom show, Green. but it wasn't the init. He had two Tom Green shows. He had the Tom Green show that came out in like, I don't know, maybe 1999, that 2000, was but then mm-hmm. he had another Tom Green show that was live that came on MTV and it was a late night talk show. 
in like maybe 2002, 2003, somewhere around there. Uh, I know what you're talking and about. And yeah. he had all sorts of people on there. He had a room that yeah. was set up like his office that they would go bash desks and stuff in. I never saw this. And it was, it was actually, I, I mean, I like Tom Green. I think it's funny, but it was a solid talk show. I liked it. And I think it ran for a little longer than seven weeks, but not much longer. It basically <laughs> ran the length of the summer. He had well, the number one song on TRL longer than yeah. that. The yeah. bum bum the, song. The, yeah. The, the bum bum, bum song. song. 65 days. Yeah. They had number to make one. a rule about it. <laughs> it was the Sanjaya of TRL because people kept call, teenagers just kept it. They're like, make the bum bum song. Number one. Oh my God. S- suck it. Carson Daly. Yeah. Um, and he was like, they were finally, we have to make a rule. Like 65 is the longest <laughs> that any song can be. Number one. I didn't know that's where that rule. Like Tom know. green yeah. is, isn't that a, a great goal in life? Just to be the reason that a he rule exists. Carson Daly. Yeah. I like him even better now. Oh yeah. Cause fuck Carson Daly. He's well, never speaking- done anything to me, but I just realized the other day that Carson Daly still has that late night talk show. You, I, I think I saw that Yeah, on your feed. You I said something about that. I believe it. I was stunned as well. I mean, who is on that show? Like YouTube celebrities? I don't like, even remember no what the name of it is. Any last, last call, call, last call, last yeah. call with Carson Daly. Mm-hmm. I've tried to watch it before. Didn't Craig Kilborn have it before he did? <clears throat> Pretty sure. Yeah, I think it was last call with Craig. No, Maybe. Craig Kilborn was before well, Craig Ferguson. It was the I don't late, know. late I don't really show. Do with, late shows? See, do late they're, night they're in a real no shitty sense. spot right now because yeah. the guy that's got the late late show, James Corbin or whatever his name is, he Corden? does Corden. Yeah. He's got the carpool karaoke. Fuck that show. I mean, he's a talented kid, but fuck that show. He is not Craig Ferguson. Yeah. No. And then Jimmy Kimmel's all right. I don't mind. I like Kimmel. Yeah, I like like Kimmel. Fallon's just goofy. Like, I don't dislike him, but he's just super goofy. And then Colbert, I don't know. I liked the Colbert rapport better than I like him on Late Night. I'm going for, like, late 90s, early 2000s Conan Mm O'Brien style. Like, that... That was basically the, how he tricked them into giving him the Tonight Show because yeah. he, he killed it on late <laughs> night, and he was just always a bad fit for the Tonight Show mm. until he got canceled, and then his show miraculously got good because he was like, "I don't care, I'm going to be myself again," and yep. they were like, yeah. Um, "Yeah." But he, um, yeah, the, the old stuff when before Andy Richter left the show, mm-hmm. um, and they did all the stuff with the the band, you know, Max Weinberg oh, for a straight man like Max Weinberg. <laughs> just like that dead, unamused face. Conan would just like make a joke and be like, hey, what about that, Max? And Max was like, just like looking like he could not be more miserable yeah. to I be on television. <laughs> it was so good. And well, that was that was the thing that they lost when they moved the show to California. Then, you know, they didn't have that band. And the band was a crucial yeah. part of the show. I'm hoping that we, um, we will have a band for uh, for this show. I'm hoping hoping we can develop some chemistry and get him I to stick I think I around. sent my buddy uh, really? that way because Rose had a call out yeah. for a jazz band mm-hmm. and I hit my buddy up who's a phenomenal jazz guitarist. Okay. And I was like, get your ass down there. It might like, be. Yeah. It might end up being him. I don't know if it'll work out, but. Who knows? My memory yeah. is shot. I don't remember who. His name's Steven. We, I, yeah. He's there, a good guy. There was, yeah. I, I, I got the name Plays of the. mean guitar. I got mm-hmm. the name of the band who, uh, which I've, I've now forgotten. I'm yeah. not going to, well, I don't even know if he's in a band. He he's in bands. I don't mm. know what bands he's in. He just floats. He's a nebulous guitar player. That's how many bands are around yeah. here. I notice. Yeah. They're just very incestual. Mm. Uh, <laughs> 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 
I just want to make it clear that was not me making that noise. <laughs> no, that was you just taking that was, your hat off. That was. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Mr. Squid was under there. <laughs> and these are some pleather seats, and you know, it okay, gets, just like, it gets sticky. Yeah. It gets yeah. sticky. But no, I really liked. See, we were talking about Conan O'Brien. I really George Lopez had a show for a while. Oh yes, his wasn't too bad. I liked it, um, and I liked seeing a Latino guy on late night. That really was really nice good intro music. Yeah, yeah. He had That's that on stuff. a sitcom as well. Okay. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. They all. It was basically Home Improvement, mm -hmm. but with a Mexican family. Okay. And. Instead of a TV show. Yeah, that should work. That was, was on for quite a while. He was a manager right? at an airplane factory. Yeah, it was on for yeah. eight, nine seasons. Mm -hmm. it, it was on long enough for them to recast the hot daughter as some other hot daughter. And the opening song was Lowrider, and they were jumping mm -hmm. on trampolines. Okay. <laughs> Don't know if that jocks a bell. No, I never that saw a single episode. It's, it's pretty good. I, like I know George what Lopez. show you're talking about, but I never watched the show. I haven't. I'm, yeah. I don't know. I like I stopped, George Lopez. I stopped liking sitcoms after a while, I think. I don't know why. Well, there's just, just super formulaic. Yeah, maybe that's why. Like I mean, it amazes me that that whole trope of the domestic, you've got the main comedian as the mm -hmm. dad. Yep. And then he's got one, two, maybe three kids. Hot but they're wife. all really diverse kids, mm -hmm. like oddly diverse to all come from this one family. And then you've got a hot wife. But she's kind of mean and snarky and keeps him in line. And then you've got a granddad, old man situation. Or grandmother. Where like or Jeff, both. Jeff Foxworthy had one. Tim Allen had one. George Lopez had one. Christopher Titus. Christopher Titus. Oh, my gosh. You've got yeah. uh, like Blackish <laughs> Now is basically mm -hmm. that same thing. Fresh off the boat. Modern Family is kind of a spin on that. Yeah, yeah, they, like they, I mean, the, the deliberate departure, yeah. but still with yeah. those elements. Same yeah. tropes, yeah. It um, amazes me. And then Roseanne was kind of that flipped on its head. Yeah. And uh, Grace Under Fire. Do you remember that show? Yeah, Grace uh, Under Fire. I loved yeah. that show. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I'd forgotten I forgot about, about that, that until show. just yeah. now. She was a lawyer or something, wasn't she? Oh, gosh. I don't remember. She. Um, I just remember Dave Thomas was on it. He was like the manager of a store that she was in all the time. I don't remember if they worked together or, or what. But Grace, Who was in that? Um, Brett Butler was the Brett comedian. Butler. I forget who else, other than Dave Thomas. Who was, was Grace? Oh, that was Brett that Butler. That was Brett Butler. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm trying to put a face Who supposedly like, lives nearby. Hmm. I hear she like, lives in really? Flintstone, Georgia. Somebody told me Wait, that. pull up a picture of Brett Butler. I'm working on it, I'm working on it. Not the baseball player. Right. Well, well I know she's, another Brett Butler. Although she's, kind of, she, she's kind of old now, but you know. If she, I mean, if she were also the baseball player, that would be kind of amazing. That'd be pretty badass. I mean, if she were a great comedian and batted 390 for the Kansas City Royals in 1980, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a resume. Right. It just amazes me how that format, it just lasts. I mean, it's lasted since yeah. the 80s. Well, it's like, I mean, same with like hospital shows, mm -hmm. police shows. Oh God. Uh, lawyer shows that there's just these, I don't know, for order. some reason, yeah, people like this. I, I don't. No, it's, it's like criminal investigative. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like it, it, it has to be a comfort zone thing. Like yes. you watch it and it's just very, it's like, okay, they're going to do this and then this. And it's like, this beat's going to happen. And then this beat's going to happen. The and wacky then, guy's going to say something solved. funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's enough like quirky, funny lines here to like keep it moving. I used to watch Family Matters like every week. Family I would Matters be excited another one. when it came yeah. out. Oh, that yeah. show was awesome. That's a good one. 
That was back in like the heyday of sitcoms. Oh like yeah, Friends and shit was going on still. And Perfect that Strangers. Was near the Do you remember Perfect Strangers? Perfect Strangers. That was about two cousins. One of whom was from the mythical Mediterranean island of Mepos, and uh, and his uptight Chicago cousin who didn't know like he existed. And it was no. just it was these guys turned out to be related to each other somehow. For, it made absolutely no sense why they had to live with each other, but it was just the odd couple. <laughs> they just remade the odd couple. They're like, oh, you're going to be this uh, wacky Greek-ish foreigner with strange customs and huh. I, I don't remember know. Like Dharma and Greg. I remember seeing this yeah. advert or like the logo or something or hearing about it when I was a kid, but mm. I don't remember watching it. it yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. You're, you're a little bit younger than me. Yeah. Not too much, I don't think. But oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I've seen some things. Yeah. I've got Benjamin Button disease, so mm. he's really like ninety. Yeah, there's no real telling. <laughs> you do seem like you're gonna like age pretty seamlessly. Yeah, just right on into infancy, mm-hmm. and then I'll just mm-hmm. and just shrivel up into a hole. That's a good plan. Back into a sperm. <laughs> That's what I never got about that Benjamin Button movie. Actually, shouldn't he have turned in, back into a sperm, uh, or at least a fertilized egg? But he kind of just aged to a baby and then died. See, I didn't actually see it. It was, really, it was a good, I really enjoyed the movie. It's would kind you call of a it Forrest a, Gumpy. Would you call it a curious of. case? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was left curious after yeah. the fact. Okay. About why he didn't turn into a sperm. It was a very curious case. Well, maybe he, he did. I didn't like I said I didn't see the baby Benjamin Button die, but maybe he turned into a sperm afterwards off screen. It's too bad he can't play it backwards like a record and you know, that way he lives forever. Mm. That's the fun thing about that movie Benjamin Button though. If you do play it backwards, you can hear the devil talk. So <laughs> That's so a it, fact. I don't know why I didn't see that. Is he born like an old man then? Is he just Whoa. born it? Whoa. Uh some I don't remember. He maybe he hatches out of an egg or something. I, yeah, that makes no, sense. No, he's born no, and he's baby size. He's baby size when he's born. But okay. he's all wrinkled up like an old man. Okay. And then he gets... He looks like a ball sack. Right. Of a child. Got it. And then he ages, but he he physically grows normally, but then he ages backwards. Right. Okay. So he's a little so he's baby, like a but he's all wrinkled. Baby? So by the time he's, so he's a 10-year-old, he's the size of a 10-year-old, but he looks like a 80-year-old man. Right. But... But then, and then by the time he's he's fifty, full, he looks like he's in his twenties. Yeah, but, I studied but, up but, on all the wrong things for this podcast. But then, well, because I'm just saying, I, when we can move on. But uh, I'm I'm curious. It's a very curious case. This Benjamin Button, when he's ninety uh, and he looks like a baby, is he a full grown man sized baby man? No, he's he looks like a ba- like he's the shape of a baby, but he's but he looks like a ball sack. No, 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 like no, 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 Curious case. Okay. All right. But it was a good movie. At the very least, revisit the Wikipedia page. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some Cliff's Notes or something. Yeah. How's that in? Oh, okay. There's yeah. that. Oh, all right. Um, okay, I'm, Jimmy Wales, here's your $3. Right. I want to point out that these beers, I mean, you keep opening beers, but these first two taste the same to me. They, They're really close. Yeah. This one tastes 
the pale ale just tastes like a watered down version of the amber ale. Yeah, it really does. They it t- even they smells like a watered down smell version. Smell and taste almost exactly the same. But I like them. They're a little malty for my taste, and that's not what I want from a pale ale. So yeah. what's this third one? I have no idea. This what's this one, glass of you, poison I just drank? Is This third one we've poured is the, uh, well, I'll just read them in order. So the first one we had was the amber ale from the uh, Day of the Dead beer from Mexico. The second one was the pale ale, Queen of the Night from Day of the Dead beer. This third one is Atwater Brewery, and it is the Dirty Blonde. It's a wheat ale brewed with orange peel and coriander. Oh, that explains it. Yeah, I don't like wheat ales. Atwaterbeer.com. I mean, I'll drink it, but I'm not going to like it. Hmm. Oh, God, it's so bad. It tastes kind of flat. Perez, I think it's old. Ah, well, there God, we go. this is terrible. Okay, well, I'm not going to. Oh, this is old. About this is much. quite yeah, this old. This is super old. Nope, this is October, and we do have a year on here. You want to take a guess when this is from? Uh, We've been hitting. It's been rough days in the beer world. If you don't, if you're not tuned into, this I'm, stuff. I don't know about this. Oh, what are we saying? Right, we 2010. Had a, what are we saying? I'm going with 2015. It's 2015, it, 2015 is oh, a winner. Okay. So this beer is from October 2015. If I'm reading this right, and there's mm-hmm. little, there's little like silver marks down there on the bottom for month, and then a number. It's just like now people on the show here have heard us yell about this forever. Oh, okay. But I see. Back in October, there was a big buyout of our like big distributor here in town, Carter Distribution. Okay. They've been in business for 50 something years. And then Cherokee Distribution out of Knoxville bought them out. Okay. And now Cherokee, I don't know what's going on, but it seems like they're just trying to empty warehouses out. But we have been getting more and more and more old beer. Oh. Yeah. Like all the time. Best like, before 917, 17. Like if it's a month or two old, that's one thing. But three fucking years. You said Cherokee? Cherokee. Cherokee Distribution based out of Knoxville. All right, Cherokee. If you're listening, yeah, I don't care for this beer. Yeah. Yeah, it's old. It's three so, years old. So explain that. There. Yeah. Not to mention, like, if you brew a beer here in town and they're distributing you, they'll come pick it up at your brewery and then take it to Knoxville and then bring it back down here. Okay. To put it in stores. That that makes no goddamn yeah. sense. They've got a well, fancy. They've got, their, they've they've got, got a distribution fancy, system up yeah, there. They've got a fancy too. automated machine, but still, that makes no goddamn sense to me. Especially if it's if you're selling it from the same place where you're brewing it. It's a, it's a weird yeah. law they have to go through and stuff like that. Weirdo. So so wait. If it's you, another curious case. So wait, if you ask it's me, it's quite it, curious. If I buy a six pack from Chattanooga Brewing Company, does that have to get shipped up to Knoxville and then come back to Chattanooga Brewing Company in order for them to sell it? Which you know, for us, they wouldn't Maybe. care. They would just hand us one. But if you were just a standard consumer, yeah. Um, I mean, they might have different sections back there where they've got like here are beers that have been like processed and here are beers that are ready to be shipped out. That's probably, that's what I would have. All because of Jesus. All because of Jesus. And Jesus and and Uncle Sam. And like other legal things. Hey, Susie, Uncle Sam. Yeah. But yeah, there's no reason that you should have to take it. No, it's it's retarded. It's illogical. Retarded. I'll say retarded because it is. Mm. Goddamn motherfucking tarded. Somebody has to say it. And I don't care if you're offended. (laughs) <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I hate the, this age we're in where you can't say bucket. things. No. Do we need the bucket? It's in there. Jeez. Yeah. You just may have this. to drink it. This is the advantage of uh, doing a podcast beer. where you can't see people physically leave the room. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
Have you ever had that happen? You doing comedy? You've just seen people be like, oh, no. when I'm getting a little too rough around the edges for mm. people, you mean? <laughs> no, I'm a good boy. I play it pretty safe. Mm. Um, no, um, the, the, it's funny. I've, I've been, I've never been told by somebody. I, I've never seen somebody walk out because of something I said, and I've never had anybody tell me after a show to, as far as I can remember that something I said was over the line to them. Mm-hmm. What I will often get is, uh, or I used to get it more, but I will, I will hear another comic tell me that like that table over there was offended. I'm like that table, that table was laughing that I, I, okay. I feel like I was, I don't know. Okay. Maybe, but, um, no, not really. I mean, but I'm, I'm also like, I'm not trying to, to stomp mm-hmm. on people up there. Like I'm, I'm trying to like really show people a good time and, you know, like I said about, you know, Steve Martin and Martin Short, mm-hmm. like have a good time myself. And I'm not having a good time if I know I'm actively mm-hmm. aggravating people when it's like, I could have done a different joke that they would yeah, have actually yeah. liked. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I look at with an audience is like, how old are they? That's like mm-hmm. the, the, the first thing that probably tells me more than like any other thing about them because older audiences generally like want you to work cleaner yeah. and you're going to have to work a little harder to make sure that you are relating to things that they know about. Mm-hmm. Cause I've like, I mean, I've heard jokes where I'm like, is that just not funny or am I old? Like, mm-hmm. do I just not visit that Reddit page? Like what? And, but I'm looking around, I'm like, okay, well, some people are laughing. Some people are not, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I, I'm not in it to, I don't know. I take no pride in (laughs) ruining someone's night. So, um, I mean, some, some people of course are just so sensitive. You can't help it Mm -hmm. and they just shouldn't watch comedy. You know, that's my thing. Especially here recently is it just seems like everybody's so fucking sensitive about everything. See, I have, I actually have not seen that. I've not among actual comedy fans. I've had some older people tell me, like you should maybe watch the language on the show on this podcast. Oh, on this podcast. But it's like, it's not made for you. Well, yeah. You know, so no, that's a good point. Thanks, but no thanks, you know? Right. No, it's, it's your show and you know, but a lot of times I'm on a show. Well, every show that I'm on mm-hmm. now, cause I'm not headlining. So it's never my show. Mm-hmm. So I have a responsibility to the other comics on the show, not to ruin it for them. Mm-hmm. And especially if say like I'm hosting at the comedy catch, or something like I, I'm only doing five or seven minutes up front. Doesn't really matter how well I do because the host's job is primarily to take up some space while the servers are doing their jobs and, you know, getting the re- mm-hmm. last orders in. Mm-hmm. It would be weird if I killed that would <laughs> like be very strange. If I mean, some never people thought can, about that that way, but yeah. I am, I'm there. I'm just the lead off hitter. Like I'm there to just set the stage. I'm there not to mess anything up, mm-hmm. not to ruin the show up front. And then bring, I even sometimes address that on stage. I'm just like, Hey guys, don't know if you're the first time watching a comedy show, but I'm the first comic. That means I'm the worst comic, right? <laughs> I'm as bad as it gets. If you don't like me, it's going to be over real quick. Don't worry. <laughs> By the time you're like, this guy sucks. Like, oh, he's gone. So like, it's <laughs> don't worry about it at all. Everyone, uh, guy after me, He's been doing it 10 years longer than me. The headliner. Oh my God. He's got all these TV credits and everything. He's a big deal. Don't worry. Like or, she's amazing. You're going to love her. You know? And, um, I clean gutters. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I will, I'll just be like, yeah, I, 
clean windows for a living. I have a job. I mm. don't care how this goes, you know? <laughs> and that already like it lowers the expectations and then I'll try to do actual jokes, you know? Mm. But, um, it's, I mean, yeah, my job, if I'm hosting is just to put the audience at ease, break the ice. If, if they haven't already some, some crowds, um, you can tell when a show's gonna go well sometimes before it even starts because the whole crowd is already talking to each other, mm -hmm. like all the table, it's groups of friends. They've, you know, they, they've known each other. Everybody's super comfortable. Yeah. Other nights, there are people who like, I'm convinced are like have never seen comedy before. <laughs> and I'm like, they just came in, maybe they got some free tickets. Maybe there was a promotion, but they are stiff. If you ask him a question, they just like look around at the people next to him. Like, whoa, what do I do? Is he going to charge? Oh and you're like, Oh my gosh, is he going to, what whoa. is this comedy? I yeah. found a, a ticket <laughs> on the sidewalk. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, it's, uh, I think, um, I do think that everybody likes some kind of comedy, mm -hmm. But then they think that that means that they're going to like all comedy. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually, at one point I, I felt like, I think this is like one year in, because I was, I was hanging around like other comics all the time who were like, uh, even fairly, you know, as far as language goes, like very rough and tumble bunch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I feel like I'm losing a connection to normal people. Like what is, <laughs> what is clean comedy again? Like I'm starting to forget. So I, I went on Netflix and I looked up the first episode of the Andy Griffith show mm. because that's what, that's what older people always say is like, Oh, right. Right. Yeah. that was funny. I'm like, was it? Okay. Well, let me, in the first episode of the Andy Griffith show, okay. there is a sex joke, but it's innuendo. Okay. Nice. So it's, he's performing a wedding ceremony for this homely looking couple. I mean, they're just regular country folk, but he makes a joke about how the husband is eager to get back to the room. <laughs> First episode. Opie is in the yeah. room for this, but it goes right over his head. He is like, right. yeah, yeah. So it's like, there's a joke for the grownups in a 1950s, like sixties sitcom. Yep, yep. In Mayberry, it's like people <laughs> right. still want a bone and we're going to talk about it. You know? yeah. no, <laughs> so I'm like, great. okay, okay. So like you can, I don't know, you just need to be more creative sometimes. And, mm. um, you know, it's sure. I mean, a big like belly flop, dirty joke is, is good, you know, can really work. Yeah. But, but we if like you can, right yo, sure. Yeah. But if you can just make a little bit more use of the English language, I was, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine about this. It was like, if you can, if you can use uh, sometimes like some scientific jargon and something, if it, yeah. tickle, it tickles people's brains in a funnier way than if you say, just like make a movie reference. Yeah. Like, it's like that scene and da, 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 da. It's like, okay, but like get, yeah. get into it yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more, like take it apart. Everybody get technical. Not everybody saw that movie, but everybody may get this reference. Yeah. Everybody you know? knows how gravity works. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, um, science so, puns are always fun. They're always, they're, there's all the jokes and stuff like yeah. have to do with science and physics and stuff. I think they're hilarious. Right. But yeah. my, I mean, I, my target audience was, I mean, so I'm the oldest grandchild on both sides of the family. So I kind of grew up being the entertainment for okay. you know, my younger cousins and my sister and stuff. Um, and so it was like, I was always, you know, very silly, you know, it's, it's for kids. Yeah, you know? you gotta, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and then as I, you know, as I hit puberty and I was in high school, it's like my, my audience was the smart girls. I was like, who are the smart girls? Like, how do I make them laugh? Mm -hmm. Because like, I, th that was who I was after. And that really never goes away. 
So, especially because like, it's not that hard to make dudes laugh. No, um, it's not. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's just like, a, just a good old fashioned fart joke is sometimes like, oh, wow. That's great. Ooh. Yeah. You know, but. But sometimes you got to turn the farts into flatulence and just class it up a little right, bit. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Just um, a little bit more of a. Just a, a delicate cloud mm-hmm. in the air, you know. Mm-hmm. It just it Something gets just it gets me how over uh, you. I don't know if people. I guess people change. Just when they get older, they get kids. Yeah, and have to get a little more mature, and have to hide their mm-hmm. sex jokes a little bit. But that's always made me so weird. Is it's like if something makes you laugh. I mean, I understand you mature, but there's some things that made me laugh when I was 14 mm-hmm. that still make me laugh today, like the word bosom. <laughs> I just think that's a goofy word and to describe like, Oh, I placed my head upon her bosom. Like (laughs) you nuzzled her tits. That's what you did. It does sound like I just saw a girl for the first time in three years. I've been out to sea. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that bosom. Yeah. Oh my God. It just gets me though. Like how some people like their sense of humor seems to change. Like I know some people that I mean, they are such older sense of humor that it's like, do you have a sense of humor? Like you're laughing at that, but that's just like, they didn't even say anything funny. They just put an inflection. Like, ah, <laughs> like. <laughs> I think that when you're a parent, you just have to watch so much like kid TV mm-hmm. and you probably have to watch like, I mean, whatever your kid's favorite movie is like, you know, in my sister's case, the little mermaid, good Lord. I mean, like I, I'm eight years older than her. So it's like, I probably saw that movie 300 times and not even wanting to, I was like, loved it the first time. It was great. Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, she was a toddler and you know, she has red hair. So she was like, ah, you know, but gosh, that's raspy. Is that what my voice sounds like? Uh, That's what toddlers sound like. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, she was, she just was Mm -hmm. Ariel. And so it was like, well, I guess we're going to watch the little mermaid another 900 times (laughs) in a row. Um, Yeah. Just rewind play wear it out i mean i know i did that when i was a kid that's what yeah Uh, i did it too i did it with aladdin yeah i loved and uh it's one of the reasons i don't want my own kids disney's movies because i'm a selfish fucker and i just don't want to deal with that (laughs) i want to know what it would do to me i really do yeah because it is it's clearly a mind-altering thing Mm -hmm. and um and obviously i mean come on yeah other than the size of my head there's nothing (laughs) i would change about my kids probably you know (laughs) no it's um I don't know. Yeah. You, you just, I think it's all the parents of like young kids. I know like they're the same people. Sometimes they're a little more tired, but yeah, uh, I think it's when the kids get to an age where it's like, they're starting to copy everything you do and you start to get mm-hmm. more uptight about that. You're like, okay, I gotta, I, I gotta pretend to be more mm-hmm. innocent than I am in front mm-hmm. of my kids, you know? And then, yeah, that probably, that, then that goes away. Then they turn know? 18 and then it's just like, yeah, I yeah. 16, 18. It's just like, yeah, if I get you fine. Right. You get it. Yeah, I know. I can't hide it from you anymore. Yeah. Not even going to try. Some parents do that, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I might know some parents mine. That, that still try to put on that innocent Oh, vibe no. My mom gave just, that shit up. Nah. It's like, guys, like, this would be so much easier. Like, it it's took so me, much easier. Well, like, it took me years to get to where I would drink in front of my parents. Hmm. Years. Because they just, they always, they put the fear of fucking God in me from day one. It's like, don't you drink. And then I was this good little Christian boy that was like, well, I'm never going to drink. So then one day I can tell my kids that I never had a sip. And (laughs) then I don't know, just something happened. I got to 21. And because they put that fear of God in me, I was like, 
you know, it would have been great if, in hindsight, if my dad took me out for my quote unquote first beer, mm-hmm, didn't happen. Sure. Yeah. And then I was still sneaking beers around my parents, even after I was 21. It took me until I was maybe 23 until I, I, cause I thought I was like, ah, fuck it. Like there's nothing I'm, illegal about what I'm yeah, doing. Fuck this. Like I'm going to have a beer. Mm-hmm. I did not drink alcohol until I was 21. Really? Yep. My mom would give me Coors Light and a little sippy cup sometimes because I would talk too much and it would put me to sleep. <laughs> they did. Okay. When I was teething just as a not baby. Not all the time. Not, not all no, the time. No, no. Okay. She would yeah. waterboard oh, you with a Coors okay. Light. That's, <laughs> what that, that's what I got from that. Coors Light. That's what I got from that. Your mom was <laughs> waterboarding children with Coors Light. Uh, I just remember every now and then she put it in a sippy cup for me. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't drink Maybe too much before I, I was like 21. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really drink until I was 21. I had had like about two nights that were real rough. Ah. And then just didn't drink until I was 21. I, I, I was trying to be a good example. Yeah. I was trying to be a good example. So, uh, which is weird. I mean, I, I was a, like a youth leader in my church and everything. Mm-hmm. That's why I, like, um, like Jackie's story, like really yeah. hit home yeah. with me. Yeah. I was like, oh man. Um, but uh, what's funny is like all the stuff that like I did to be a good example, like no one was following my example. <laughs> like, all the high school kids, like they were having way more fun than I was. Yeah. <laughs> You're all getting laid. They're drinking on the weekends. Yeah. 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 I mean, not all of them, like all the time, but certainly more than I was. Yeah. So I was like, what? Wow. Okay. I wasn't as influential as my ego led me to believe. (laughs) No, that's like, I had a, I told this last week and you probably heard it, but I had this youth leader that would, he would go to like sci-fi conventions and stuff and just admit like it was a sin, but I just... I love sci-fi so much. <laughs> a sci-fi and convention? It's just, yeah. How is that a sin? It's a sin. Uh, well, how his, are the women dressed there? Okay. Maybe there's some cause. Well, his his logic was believing sinful. in things like the force or Harry Potter magic okay, and but things you can, like that. Was, you can enjoy the stories without believing in that stuff. Not according to what he believed. Right. Yeah. You it, weren't it, supposed to read about that stuff at all. Mm. Yeah. Because because it infects you, right? You know, it's, right, right. You're 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 letting the demonic in, so. I hate that shit. Mm. Yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah, I didn't mean to whisper it. I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit so much. It drives me crazy. Yeah. yeah. People's people's parents. When I was a kid, my friend's mom made him like burn CDs that he had bought, like but not burn them onto another one, like burn them. Oh, I fire. Get it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, yeah, this, you're going to make 10 copies of this. He was like, yeah, I had, it was like Metallica's black album. My mom made me destroy it because of one of the songs. Oh, what's the fuck song? What's a fact? Loud guitars and drums is devil worship music. Yeah. That is a fact. Also, what do you you mean? Which song by Metallica? Yeah, I know. Plenty of contenders. Plenty of. There was a specific one he was talking about. I can't remember which one it was, but doesn't matter. I, it's I a remember, shitty move. There were some, yeah, there were some bands I, I heard like warnings about. And then later on, like I would read their lyrics and I'm like, I think Black Sabbath is a Catholic band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> it's like War Pigs is about the vengeance of God. I mean, like this reads like an Old Testament prophet. <laughs> it kind of does. I was like, this Generals is. Generals gathered in their masses. Yeah. Just, just like witches at Black Mass. Yeah. I'm just like, this could be from like the book of Malachi or something. This is. <laughs> This is, it's a reformer. It's, you know, is that a real book of the Bible? It is. Book of Malachi. Last book of the old Testament. Something Hmm. I just realized is the, are the first two lines of war pigs. Do they rhyme masses with masses? 
Uh, Generals yes. gathered in their masses, just like witches, witches at, at black, black masses. masses. I've uh, never know, noticed that hmm. before, and I kind of wish I hadn't because it kind of <laughs> wrecks the song a little bit. I'm like, come on, guys. Just like witches at math classes. I don't know. That's it better. Could, yeah. It's a little it's, better. It's, it's like, like, why are they in our schools? Or bitches with fat asses. Oh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> Who doesn't, though, to be honest? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It could be F-A-T or P-H-A-T. That, Both of them. Yeah. That makes the song go in a wildly <laughs> different direction. Generals gathered in well, their masses. bitches with like, fat asses. Am I supposed to be turned on by this general? <laughs> general Schwartzkopf. <laughs> His pants yeah. are tight. Officer Hottie. Let's talk about these beers for a minute because we're not focused on I don't on really minute. want to. Well, I don't, like I don't really old. like them too much. Now, yeah. What about, there was another something in there. Is there some? Is that one up for grabs, or is that something else? What do you mean another? Something? There was another six pack of something in there. Oh, that's next week's beers. That's next week's yeah. beers. Okay. I okay. mean, we could get into I them. Took a, I, can just I took get a more. peek at them. I just I wasn't sure. These are just really disappointing. Is all yeah, I they're just, super disappointing. They're kind of old. Yeah, I mean these these other ones. The dirty blonde is we can definitely get into old. the next ones. We weren't cracking an egg with our subject matter for next week beer wise. So if we want to get, we're yeah. just going to go over Highlands new. Branding. I saw because that's what I saw in there. They all looked like yeah. Let's Highland do that because this this shit is the gross. The two that I saw were the same, and I I thought it was a six pack of all of the same. But if get it, our yeah, get the bucket. I was looking for it and I couldn't find it, and I don't know what's going on. I just have all these beers that are just not that great. Like five, as I'd I'd give the amber a six, the pale a four and a half or a five, and this dirty blonde. Three. I'm just, I'm just not happy. I'm sorry. I like the PBR better than these beers. I've been drinking on this. Yeah, we've, uh, well, for our audience, we've been grabbing our beers a week ahead of time so we can promote them. So we're going to have, luckily, I hadn't promoted any of these for next week yet, but you're shit out of luck for this week. So you don't have these beers to drink along with the show. Yeah, Donnie, we've decided to get into next week's beers just because these were so oh, atrocious. You. Yeah. Yeah. You should be happier with these. We got a black mocha stout. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got the Imperious. Is that what that's called? Yeah, we got the Imperious, the Russian Imperial Stout brewed with coconut, coffee, and vanilla flavor. Okay, give Filled me that one. Filled 221.18, so we're good on this guy. Okay, good. Yeah, I saw these in there. I heard you mention stouts, and I was like, can yeah, you just yeah. these open? Well, thank you. Oh, my God. Give me this goddamn bottle opener. I, oh I, did, I did like the pale ales. See, I didn't. The I mean, pale but, I mean, ale wasn't more. bad. We got more. The pale ale that we still got. That's the amber. We have another one of the pale ale. Yeah, I'll continue to make a dent in that one. But yeah, that's fine. You go ahead and drink them, but yeah. I'm going to go ahead and open these good ones. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll get right on that in a second. I just wanted to drink this one while it was still like cold. I felt a little embarrassed because I feel like these beers weren't that these great. These beers were super lackluster, yeah. And we like I, to have good beers when I know we can do on. better. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're wonderful hosts. Thank you. We, we do what we can. So this And if is, you like wonderful hosts, come to Chat Talk tonight, <laughs> March 15th, with Donnie Marsh. Right? Oh, you've got a good a solid morning voice. radio voice there. Yeah. You're going to see some traffic outside your car window as I hope your eyes are open if you're driving. I hate when you listen to the morning radio, though, and they'll just be like, they're trying to riff or something, but it just comes across as nonsense with the occasion like, oh, like. it seems terrifying <laughs> because I mean, like it's, it's live. You have no do overs. Yeah. And so you like, just listen to the chat talk 98.3. Call now and tell us what you think about this, uh, 
latest uh, escaped chicken is uh, causing mass hysteria. This chicken has demands, and he demands to be answered. God help me, Tom. Just, I swore I wouldn't work here for 10 years. You started sliding more and more into Harry Carey. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> what if the moon was made of spare ribs? If the moon Wait, was this, made of ribs, would you eat it? That's a simple question. I would. Hey, what's your favorite planet? My favorite planet's the sun. It's like the king of all planets. <gasps> How do you think Benjamin Button had a middle age? What was that like? Probably better than me. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how he laughs, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I heard that by the end of his career, he was pretty much done by the second inning. They were kind of wheeling yeah, him I'd out. Yeah, so. I'd say so. And that's not talking about baseball. No. That's talking about sex. Uh, oh. Oh. I didn't. Okay. I, I missed mm. that. Talking about Harry Carey having sex? How does that work? Hi. <laughs> hi. How's this position working out for you? Just hi. 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 <laughs> hi. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey, that's nice. Uh yeah, so this is I I picked these up for next week, but I'll get new beers for next week. This is Highlands Brewing from Asheville, North Carolina. This is their Imperium. It's oh, a nice. limited release Russian Imperial Stout. Oh, this ale is ale brewed with coconut, coffee, and vanilla flavor. Mm-hmm. I get all those flavors it's from Asheville. They're real it's, subtle. Mm. Oh, but they're good. Oh, this is so good. This is what we wanted. This is what brew chat's normally about. Okay. Not those oh, trash yeah. bottles we previously had. Sorry. No, no, no. But you got to take, when you come on here, you get the bad with the good. We got a little bit of everything, but we have, we've some, had some real bad. Yeah. But we always try we've to also make had up some for really, a little bit. Really yeah, good. Really mm-hmm. good. This is pretty tasty. Yeah, this is excellent. I'm, I'm a big fan of this. Yeah, this is good. Oh, we got more. One still, this is, this is stuck in my mind. This is how good that beer is. And we have mm-hmm. a lot of beers on here. I mean, we get three different beers each week at least. So, and this one stuck with me and we're maybe six, seven weeks out from this beer on this episode. But the, I think it was by Mantra, mm-hmm. the Guru yeah. Gish. Oh yeah. Oh, you don't have to tell me. I listened to that episode. That was yeah, that's good. Good God. That beer was yeah. good. Well, this is really nice. Yeah. They I, got it. I don't want to tell you where they've got it. Cause it's a shit bar and I don't want to tell anybody to go there. But if you listen to that episode, you probably know. Applebee's. No, I would rather go to Applebee's than this place, to be honest. So this is cool. I'm looking at their new branding. Sorry not to cut you guys off. I was just thinking out loud. You guys can keep going. Hey, uh, just quick dumb guy beer question. Yeah. What makes a stout an imperial stout? More of everything. Yeah. Strength. Strength Anything imperial. Yeah. It's going to be stronger. It's going to have a bit more flavor. Higher ABV. Yeah, higher okay. ABV, a little bit of everything. I Yeah, okay. I, I don't know if it was this one, but I've definitely had a Russian Imperial Stout that um, pretty much shut me down for the night. I always so. remember it as like when the Empire comes in Star Wars, mm-hmm. it's like they don't just send one ATAT, they send like 10. Mm-hmm. Right. They're all about overkill. Yeah, because why not? That's how I remember it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and this, this beer tastes like the Imperial Death March. I just, since it, uh, I wondered if it predated the uh, Bolshevik revolution, mm. you know, Maybe. like w- would a Soviet beer. Oh, uh, it could know? have a much deeper In Soviet Russia, beer drinks you. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Hmm. Beer brews you. And I'm going to write that down. I'm so, gonna in Soviet Russia, beer brews you? No, no, no. He's, he's going to look up Soviet beers. He should look up Soviet beers. Do they even, I mean, honestly... Well, obviously they Why do not? drink beer over there, but um, they're they're making it. 
I wonder if in Russia, since vodka is such a big thing, what is vodka stored in when it's distilled? Because like whiskeys in barrels, what what do they put vodka in? I think it's poured Bottles. straight into an oligarch's liquor. mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah liquor. right from yeah. the tap. As soon as it's fermented, they're like, oh, "No!" So it I heard is ready. part of the part of the reason they have such a, a problem, you know, with alcoholism in Russia. I mean, it, it's so bad. They have the they have um, the lowest life expectancy of any industrialized country. It's like fifty six. Oh wow! And it's purely. Because of vodka, but vodka is just so insanely cheap over there that it's cheaper than almost any other liquid that you can buy. So, what do they make their vodka from over there? I think it's potatoes. Potatoes, potatoes yeah. yeah, yeah. I ask you like you're this immense expert. Uh, <laughs> Tell me more I, about Russia. I, well, I'm really more of an expert on the uh, liberated territories after the uh, <laughs> fall of the, or the end of the Cold War. But uh, if you have any questions about Kyrgyzstan or Uzbekistan, I I'm your guy. I always do. Yeah, well, okay. So <laughs> they still have minarets, okay? <laughs> Buckle Don't up, Don't even folks. get me started on minarets. Oh, my. If you have not seen the uh, national sport of Afghanistan played, uh, Buzkashi, you are missing out. Sounds dirty. It's not. It is. Okay. I'm actually very passionate about this uh, terrible Buskashi. sport. Do you know? I mean, have you heard of it? Can no, I, tr can I try the spelling? Yeah. I just tried. Try it. What, what was the word? Buskashi? Buskashi. Okay. B-U-K-A. All right. Let me try it No, again. it's not that. Okay. That's a totally different thing <laughs> and not a sport. Okay. I've got. <laughs> not where you B -U -Z come from. B-U-Z. K-A-S-H-I. Yes. I got it? Oh, yes. Fuck yeah. I thought maybe it had one of those backward R's or something in there. Oh, man. <laughs> the N at the you end of funky, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. beer has already caused a better conversation. So listen, yeah. Buzkashi is, again, national sport of Afghanistan. It was outlawed by the Taliban when they were in power because it is too much fun and it encourages gambling. That so sounds amazing. Yeah. So Afghan warlords will field their own Buzkashi teams and then face off against each other. It's just like the NFL is exactly <laughs> like the NFL, except that, uh, it is played on horseback and, Fuck in yeah. and instead of a ball, you have a, uh, a headless goat. Close enough. Headless. Close minus the head. You got minus the, the head. You, you, you reach down and you grab it by the haunch and you try to drag it across a goal line. But there are like 40 people playing, and it's every man for himself. Oh, <laughs> my there fucking like God. YouTube? Yes. For oh, it's okay. on there. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's not great quality, but you get the gist. That's I mean, happening as yeah. soon as this stops rolling. That's it is across go between that. Capture the Flag, Polo, and Hell on Earth. Oh, my fucking It God. is. Are they still in their robes and shit? Because. They're, I mean, they're, they're like blowing in the wind. No, 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 no. I mean, they're, they're I, I mean, painted a very vivid picture. Capes no robes, no robes. Okay, but no. the, this is the funniest part. They do not understand. The, uh, Buzkashi enthusiasts do not understand why this is not the biggest sport in the world because they love it so much. And so it's they so send amazing. an annual delegation to the International Olympic Committee to petition for Buzkashi to be an Olympic sport. Fuck yes. And so some like white collar Olympic committee member has to tell an Afghan warlord why that is not, that is absolutely not happening. Oh my God. And they're like, what? Come on. In the winter Olympics, you guys have the luge. You think we know how to luge? Like we don't do yeah. one of our sports. It's our turn, man. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, We've got crazy. opium growing in Buskashi. Yeah. Come on. I mean, those are. Sh- I mean, those are fairly strong points in favor of yeah. visiting Afghanistan when things ever settle down, but <laughs> they shan't. So. Mm. But parts of it, parts of it. I mean, like, hey. I wonder Buscashi. where they use a headless goat. Why not just use like a a regular a, dead goat? Yeah, just, yeah. I wonder what <laughs> chopping the head, head off. off. I don't know how this sport uh, started, but it probably started with a sassy goat. Horns are dangerous, and so you cut oh, the yeah. head off. That's true. In that case, though, why not get something that just weighs the, the weight of the goat, like, and that's like floppy and hard to handle? Because it's Afghanistan. Yeah, that's all they got. They couldn't fill a burlap sack with some seed of goat some kind heads. Or yeah, goat heads. <laughs> or well, that's a totally different game. Afghanistan's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, no, we're definitely need to watch. There, we definitely need to watch some of that game. No. That'll happen. Well, back in the seventies and eighties, it was, or maybe not the eighties. That's when it started going downhill. Mm-hmm. But the seventies, it was probably the heyday of Buzkashi. Yeah, had to have been. There's pictures from back then, mm-hmm. and it's flourishing over there. Yeah. No, yeah. it looks it looks great. I mean, Kabul looks yeah super fun. I mean, it looks like San Francisco in the sixties. It's like a good time. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know. Muhammad came down with his tablet and parted the waters and I, I've mixed up about. I don't think you can say that. Oh, no, we're not showing pictures or anything. You're going to be murdered in three different religions by the time this is done. Scientology's already <laughs> against me. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. got them against me on Reddit a couple weeks back. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. They're going to be out picketing outside your apartment. I would love to have some Scientologists picking I was, outside. I was I was watching that thing and I uh, was thinking they're not that the too. picketing type. <laughs> well they're like they're like bullhorns with giant signs of like murdered babies that you obviously murdered. Mm. What? When it would be your yeah, friends that. that were Scientologists that'll do it. That's true. They know where you live. So yeah. if like you were a Scientologist or you and you know where I live and I'm like, ah fuck Scientology, you guys would have to come here and you guys would get little marks on your yeah. things if you didn't come to my house and protest me. It's fucking crazy. It's a crazy religion. It's not uh, a religion. Yeah. What is it then? What it's a cult. It's, it's a fucking it's a cult. cult. But aren't all religions, didn't they all kind of start as cults? You're talking to a Unitarian. Yeah. So this it's this is a, what that last episode, like what it triggered for me mm-hmm. was all the times that you're like, this is why it's, uh, it's so easy to feel like, like you're completely normal and like what you believe it makes total sense because no matter how weird it may be, there's always someone who, who's even weirder. Mm-hmm. And true. so you're like, I'm not like that kook over there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just believe that if I drink my own urine, I, uh, you know, have supernatural powers. <laughs> right. Hand me some pee. Do you um, not drink your own urine? Oh, come on. This is weird. Come on guys. But yeah, I saw Waterworld once and I haven't stopped since. <laughs> You have not seen Waterworld until you have seen that stunt show at Universal Studios. That's one of the best gross? goddamn. No. I'm thinking gross. No. Oh, okay. No. That oh, stunt not- show is better than the movie. To clarify, it's oh. not a piss drinking stunt show. It's, oh, a, it's a Waterworld stunt show. Okay. okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Waterworld, like okay. Kevin Costner, Waterworld. Right. No, I, yeah, I know. No, but, it's yeah, a phenomenal okay. stunt show. See, I open up this other one over here, the black. Okay. Mocha Stout. Right. So wait, 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 wait. Real quick, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, these these do have new branding, and it's pretty neat. It's totally different than their old stuff because Highland yeah. had Highland had like the the Viking. Well, and that, guy that's that's going to be a limited edition one too. Well, yeah, but they yeah. all have the same. Like none of them have the dude anymore. None of them have the blurb about Highland. 
like the, the Highlands. Oh, I do like the new branding. You're right. And, I, uh, I remember it now. Yeah, these are all totally different. And they've got little like little things on here. I don't know if the the patterns have to do. I don't think so. With it was, what's it, in it was a guy in a kilt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. And, you know, he was just chilling there and it had a little, it was like two paragraphs on the side. And the first one was always the same on every bottle. It was about like the Highlands or whatever, like yeah. Highland Brewing, blah, 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 blah. And then it was a little bit about the beer and why it was special and stuff. This is cool. It's still got some flavor text. This is Asheville's original craft beer. This is the Imperium I'm talking about, limited release. Dark and rich with coffee, toasted coconut, and vanilla, like you said. But that's not a whole lot. They kind of did away with a little bit of that that flavor text in the old bottles. Yeah, I wish it still had flavor. I, I wish every bottle had flavor text, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. I hate not getting flavor text. Well, you can't have a guy in a kilt on the label of a Russian Imperial Stout. That's weird. So I'm glad they... I'm glad they that would just <laughs> be true. so... Imagine that guy's accent, like Russian slash Scottish. That wouldn't work. That would be very Okay, strange. so this Imperium... Mm-hmm. It's Might way exist. easier to drink. It's got that coconut. It's got the vanilla. It's got the cocoa. It's it goes down like candy. It's great. It, it's yeah. it's not overbearing at all. It doesn't mm-hmm. taste like somebody dumped cocoa powder into the beer, which is often yeah. the case. It also doesn't taste like eight percent, so it's a little bit dangerous. This next one, this black mocha stout, mm-hmm. uh, bold coffee and dark chocolate notes command this award-winning dry stout. Dude, okay, it's fine. It's bullshit flavor text, but. Well, it gives you like rich and malty tasting notes, I guess. <clears throat> it's definitely malty. It's got like a dark and roast. like an abrupt finish to it on the nose. Ooh, abrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice adjective. Mm-hmm. Like once you smell it and you're done smelling, it's done. It's all right. This is 5%. I like that. The Imperium way more. Yeah, me too. Mm. I, I got to say. One's, this one's Ryan Heitzkeboat. Mm. It's a what? So the Reinheitsgebot is the German purity law, which means you can only use the basic four ingredients in your beer. It's water, hops, malt, and yeast. And then this one has a little stamp on the back that says water, hops, malt, yeast ingredients. So they must have a kind of uh, kind of thing. I don't see that on. That's on this one, too. But it's not on here. I'm going to be honest. Um I'm only one-eighth Jewish, but when you say uh, German purity law, I do get a little nervous. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I have, I've worked at, a, at breweries for like five, five, six years or so, and I never even considered that yeah, when I, I said those purity laws. Words should How not. That your t- have you heard of the German purity <laughs> laws? <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. No, we're just the talking only- about the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Just Why are you wearing? Why are you very laid back? Don't now. run away. Very laid back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, oh you think we've been the Jews. No, 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 no. of course not. No. We have the very dark beers. <laughs> <laughs> Which speaking of that, right it's, getting, it's getting warmer. Speaking of what? <laughs> three white guys. Are we allowed to go buy tiki torches yet? Oh, oh, absolutely like we can buy t- not. No, no, we can't. No, we still are, can't buy I'm Tiki s- torches. I'm sorry, Tiki Torch Corporation. Uh, they're really tainted. I would really make something else. But hey, on the bright side, all of you minorities out there with white guy <laughs> friends, you've got a business there. Business opportunity. Oh, go buy Tiki go Torches Go buy Tiki for Torches for Because there's plenty, like, here's three white dudes right here. 
we're not needing tiki torches to march on Charlottesville. We need tiki torches to fend off the mosquitoes, but we yeah. don't feel comfortable buying them as white dudes. Uh, I have, I have I a feel, fire pit, so I need some. I, I feel uncomfortable having them around. Having them I felt uncomfortable looking at them in a yeah. store today. Yeah. Like just, oh shit, somebody's going to see me looking. I'm just going <laughs> to spray myself down with whatever it is that mosquitoes hate. What is it? Uh, deet. Hot lava. Oh, deet. Oh. Love that deet. The deep woods deet. I love it. Honestly, if I'm somewhere where mosquitoes are an active problem, I'm leaving. Like I'm just not, I'm just not going. Well, outside. you left. What was it? Florida. You left. So. Yeah. Yeah. But you came here. Mosquitoes are pretty bad here too. They're, they're, yeah, but they're, they're worse. And, um, they're worse in lots of places. But yeah, yeah, it, Florida. Yeah, places so, in Florida. I'm sure they're terrible. So I'm in Gainesville. Gainesville is basically a drained swamp. Okay, it's it's uh, they're with high pine trees Where all is around. Gainesville? Is that it's like, like right in the, in the middle. Or? It's no, it's right in the middle of North Central Florida. Oh, okay. So you know where Jacksonville is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like 90 miles direct um, southwest of that. So like right on the Grundle. Yeah, it's 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 right on I seventy five. Just take I seventy five south, but it's uh it, yeah, it's a drained swamp. Um, it's there's still alligators like all around and yeah. stuff. I mean, they're they're not like an issue when you go grocery shopping, but if you live near a lake and everything, you're gonna see some alligators. So it's yeah, mosquitoes all over the place. It's very hot. Uh, makes a great home field advantage in football because there's no breeze. The air does oh. not move. Because, I mean, it's like you're you're insulated from the beach and there's these really tall pine trees that stop all the Everything. wind. And it's, I mean, there's trees everywhere. And so you're, I mean, the hot season is like 11 months long, it feels like. And so I worked outdoors most of my life in in Florida and moving up here, I, I, I just really prefer it. Like even today, mm. I made the ill-advised decision to commit to shorts early in the day. And until noon, I was kind of miserable because it was so cold, but I was really happy in the afternoon and I was, and the whole time I was like, I'm really glad I'm not back home where it's already 80 degrees and it's March. So yeah. Chattanooga would be a good place for like some tearaway pants. Like you get them like you, like you start off the day with some pants, the zip offs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever used to have a pair of those? I had some. I might have had kid, a pair of yeah. those, and then I had the tearaway pants that had the buttons down the side, down the side. But yeah, it's like just, I was never in a situation where I need to tear your pants. In seventh off. grade, you're never going to be a seventh grade nerd. Mm-mm. You were never going to be in the situation. You're not a basketball player. Yeah, you're not a stripper. Why yeah. the fuck are you going to need those tearaway pants? I, I you ain't. I have some uncharitable things to say about this next beer already. Okay. Yeah. Is this well, the, it, uh, this next one. Man, here we is missed my segue. I'm, I had sorry. A, I'm sorry. No, and it wasn't your fault. It was my own fault. This I, beer kind of punched great, me in the tongue, and I, I had, had to a great talk about segue. It. You were talking about uh, the pines yes. of Gainesville. Okay. Oh yeah. And this is a uh, resiny piney dank. Oh my yeah. god. Well, it, it is been a good dank. segue. It would have been a good segue. It is dank. It is but it, dank. this is the seasonal southern sixer resiny piney dank from Highland Brewing in Asheville at six percent ABV. It smells. All three of those things. Six All-American hops come together to honor our tallest local mountain peaks. Some bullshit flavor text. Oh, I like that. Um, it is do dank. You? I, I do. do like it. I, I really do. like a danky. I love a danky beer that's just okay. stinky as fuck. Because this has a distinct smell to me. Like kind of shitty? It it smells like a female tennis player's sweaty armpits. Smell yeah, it's it. kind of sweaty. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a bit sweaty. It's got some foot. Okay. Could yeah. be a little soccer in there too. 
but mm-hmm. it's definitely a sweaty lady's pits. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I got that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. It's like it's kind of like a stinging kind of sweaty, not like a like a. Funky I mean, it's not super little, bad. It's just like, I mean? oh, yeah. hey, you're you're gonna want to yeah, you, you know, touch touch up a little bit. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, hey, this has a little antsy winty bit of that rubbery smell to it. Mm. Like the you say, that, that's in everything. That inside of a Halloween mask. Oh yeah, smell it. It does. Not in a bad way, though. And this one, it's actually working for it. We've had a couple beers. I'm I'm apparently super, I don't know, susceptible to that yeah. smell and taste in oh, beer, okay. but it's like a rubbery taste. Okay. And uh, it does smell like the inside of a mask, too. Yeah. It's, well, that's, yeah, your, it's that's working for this one. I can see Wiseacre has a beer called Boom Slang. Okay. And it just, they brew that in a swimming pool. <laughs> like, that's okay. what it tastes like. Like a blow up swimming pool. Yeah. Mm. In a blow up oh. swimming pool in the hot July heat. Oh, again. Yeah. You're speaking my language. It just has like a rubbery taste. You didn't change the water out two days later, filled with tadpoles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, there are pine trees in Florida? Oh, oh yeah. Many pine trees. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think I remember seeing pine trees when I was in Fort North Lauderdale. Florida. Florida. Oh, North that's Florida. that's okay. a completely different okay. climate. and Well, not climate, but I mean. Yeah. Different topography. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a different topography. It's the topography. Uh, topography. I'm no topographist, but <laughs> I would say that Fort Lauderdale is uh, known for its uh, concrete trees that are <laughs> sprout up and are filled with ne'er do wells. Oh, goodness. Uh, Gainesville's more uh, frat boy, but crack hell. Um, I gotcha. it's, Yeah. A lot of. Uh, I mean, there, there, there's a good things about it. I mean, certainly, I, I don't mean to disparage my hometown. Uh, Tom Petty is from there, and uh, then he got out of there as quickly as he could. Right. Um, but that's know. how every time I leave Florida, that's how I get out of there as fast as you can. You know, as fast as I possible. I liked can. Fort Lauderdale. Florida's fun. Like I'm excited when I'm going. It's the worst thing about I'm Florida. Done, I'm done. The it's worst done. thing about yeah. Florida, you have to go through Georgia to get there. Yeah. That is true. Georgia's long as fuck. Yeah, it is. Oh Although, if, if I ever need... Georgia's a, the bulk mas- of the drive. If I need... Yeah. If I ever need a massage from... Any Asian masseuse or... Anyone's panda foot. lady. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of I know ladies. where to go. panda lady? Yeah. Is that as bad or worse than dragon lady? No. Panda ladies exist and they're on billboards headed to Florida in the middle of nowhere, Georgia. Really? Yeah. Driving to Florida was what he was getting at. Was you see billboards? I mean, in my memory, it seems like you see one at least one every five miles. I know it can't be that frequent, but that's what it seems like. But it's for Asian Massage Palace, and it's got a panda lady on it. And then maybe the next one has a dragon lady. So I don't know. So so when you say panda lady, do you mean she's hiding in bamboo? No, 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 no. That's no, what no, makes no. her a panda lady. Okay. Oh, but it's hiding bamboo. But it's a regular lady. It's and a she's regular lady, but she's like peeking out from some bamboo. Okay. See, like, I was thinking, hey, you want a hand job? I wasn't sure if it was like a lady dressed like a panda or like a sexy panda with like, you know, no. boob lines. No, she's just stuff. acting like, like a panda. Okay. Okay. I wasn't, like I didn't know what, okay. I got yeah. it now. Panda I see what's lady. going totally on. Totally unclear on why you would want that, but. He likes but to be okay. truckers. With the bamboo. Truckers. I bet they get so much business from truckers. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's like such a, a boring job. Such a boring job. And I'm willing to bet that half the ladies there aren't even Asian. I bet they're Mexican I, or some other Hispanic. I, bunch that, of round eyes. Yeah. Bunch of round eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're definitely Asian. 
You actually think? No, I, I've never. No. Just, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> just skipped me. I was like, oh, you've been. Yeah. Trust me. But, uh, um, yeah, we played a little Buscashi. <laughs> <laughs> when you're tired of the lot lizards, head on down with the panda ladies to the panda ladies. <laughs> Oh, man. I always think, like, what will my first comedy album be titled? Buzkashi Among the Panda Ladies. I could do worse. I could definitely do worse. Um, No, okay, so the the Sweaty Armpit uh, beer, this is actually a specific memory. Um, it, It smells like... Gosh, that is such a. I'm getting more and more of it each time. You getting, say I'm it. seeing it come through here. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. So it reminds me of like dancing at prom for three hours with my friend Alejandra, who was six feet tall oh and still wore heels. So like my face was kind of in her armpit. So I'm five eleven, and I'm just like, she took her heels off eventually, and then it was it was more comfortable for both of us. But <laughs> but man, I mean, we're just dancing, we're going to town, and then I'm just like, ooh, sleeveless dress. Getting that, yeah, you can't help that. And boob boob sweat's a thing, like oh sure, sure, sure. Boob sweat's a real thing. But also, I mean, like a lot of a lot of like women's deodorant is just it ain't strong enough. It's worthless. Yeah, ladies are quite strong. They sweat just like guys. Yeah, they sweat the same as dudes. Pretty much. Well, you know, well, I mean, there are some dudes who are. The only difference is though, it's just like if you're attracted to a lady. Mm -hmm. Her sweat's not going to offend you as much because you're attracted to her pheromones and stuff. So. That's true. As yeah. much. I, I don't know if I have that pheromone detector. I don't, I mean, pretty much like a, hey, you look like this and you say things I like. Uh, you know, it's, I don't know that there's a pheromone thing going on for me. <laughs> I'm really not, I may be desensitized to that, but I'm just like, I mean, I find you attractive and, cool. in, uh, you know, in, in a couple of ways, let's, let's hang out, you know, but yeah. But I'm not just like, your glands have attracted me. <laughs> I can smell your pheromones. Yeah. Your pheromones are talking to my pheromones. I have no control over my actions. <laughs> you get the thing that like the the stink lines like coming out of her armpit cartoon style. And then just like you get the That's beck- how oh, I yeah. find beckoning ladies. finger like I, right in your nose. And you just like them. comes right towards Does that me. work for you? Does that work for you? Seriously, like yeah, like I, a sweaty a sweaty no, woman no. that you're attracted to? No, you're I'm like, not oh, attracted to a sweat okay. smell. I was just simply stating that, like, the, the if, line, if you're head over heels in love with a lady, yeah, and she comes in sweaty as shit, you're probably not going to care too much. Oh yeah, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> just because you're attracted to her well, on such a level, because she can be cleaned. She that too, be, you know, that too, but the way her stink might stink somebody else up. It's not right. going to stink you up as much just yeah. because it's, well, you're like it's used your to stink. It all. Yeah. Yeah. It's your stink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm on the same page here. I mean, I've, I've dated some ladies that have stank, but it's still like, <laughs> you dated some stinkos. Well, it's kind of like, I mean, they weren't <laughs> stinky all the time. The they weren't stinky all the time. It's just, man, That's I good. dated this one lady that liked to wear these Uggs and she did not wear socks in these Uggs. And she would take these Uggs off and they oh would my clear God, was a like, fucking building. Jeez. I, I forced her to throw them out. I was like, you can't wear those around Did she have me. like an infected toenail or something? No, it's like, just she had, sw- had her little sweaty feet. Up in the in Uggs. These Uggs. With, all the, with all the And those things are sponges. Yeah. They just yeah, you're walking on sponges. Hmm. And then that's just soaking in all that walking sweat and on sponges. <laughs> Oh, I went with walking on sunshine. Oh, that yeah, works, yeah, that yeah, works too. Yeah. <laughs> I, in my head, I was going with walking on sunshine, but I like your version better. I like your version way better. 
Uh. Walking on sponges. He knows. I've had this goddamn song. Walking on sponges. The, like, come to my window. Oh, Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, that fucking song has been in my head for months, dude. I heard, I heard it today at Publix. You could do worse. And I was like, I, I laughed out loud. Just, come to my window. It's such a ridiculous and stupid song. I remember the video was black and white. Of course it's fucking black and white. I knew it was in black and white or sepia. There's no other way to go with that. Yeah, early 90s, man. I uh, I gotta try that at karaoke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I, I mean, you know. I know exactly what you were. I enjoy avoiding doors as much as the next man. But like the window, like the window was fairly high in the video. It was a little like, who's jumping that? Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's go back to Buzkashi. Anyway, um, <laughs> always back to Buzkashi. Oh no, we seriously need to watch that video as soon as we're done. No, I'm super down. We we're almost done. Actually, we're we're about to hit our time here. Thank God, Boo. it's finally time for Buzkashi. But <laughs> before we go, what? Give me your plugs here. What do you got to plug? I know you've got stand up comedy. You got all right. Chat talk tonight coming up. I'm going to plug a few things. Yeah, let's, plug let's, some things right. here. So Chat Talk tonight, yeah. it's it's the I think the third Thursday of every month. Like Chat Talk, it's two T's. Chat talk tonight. Uh, I'm I'm your lovely host. You're in our you camp. Know. Brew yeah. chat two T's. Boom. Yeah, yeah you got to go with mm-hmm. that. And yet the website is one T. Oh, oh, you got to fix that, man. Fascinating. Anyway, yeah, you got to um, fix that. But uh, yeah, so I, I've got that show coming up. Uh, first guests include Old Testament God, uh, Satan, Robert Johnson, the inventor of the blues. Um, it's uh, and then um, nice. Caleb and Angel, who like I have not met yet. There is also a band whom I have not met yet. There is a desk. I have not even met the desk. <laughs> That's great. It's so exciting. You've not even sat behind it. I ain't even sat behind it. I am bringing my own chair. It's going to be good. Um, there are open mics in town that I would like to mention. First, do it. Uh, Monday night, soon to be under new ownership, Ian Sharp has run Comedy Fight on Monday nights for two years. Uh, Andrew Ledbetter is going to be taking over that open mic. It's going to be a slightly different format, but you can still come. The last two weeks of Comedy Fight are going to be The Honest Pint on Monday nights. At uh, List goes out at 8.30 if you're hankering for some stage time. This show starts around 9. Then on Tuesday nights, Dave Hanna, relative newcomer in town, but we like him. He's got some sass. He's got some potential. And he runs Boat Trip at Moccasin Ben Brewing Company on Tuesday nights, also at 9 o'clock. Is there a list? I'm unclear. I think you etch your name on an obelisk. But he's, he runs a weird ship. But uh, Boat Trip is great. JJ's Bohemia on Wednesday nights. Free Kittens, uh, longest running open mic in town. If you like a smoking venue, uh, list goes out at 7.38 or something like that. Show starts around 8.30, hosted by Ben Dalby, and um, who is uh, also probably the person bringing you your beer at Honest Pint on Monday night. So a little bit of a networking opportunity. Then, of course, uh, Comedy Catch has regular shows every single weekend. I've, I, would, I would say never. I'd never seen a headliner do poorly there before, but then something happened. Oh yeah. Well, so everybody there, anyone that they hire there as a headliner has like 20 years under their belt. There is, I've, I've laughed my ass off so many times there, learned a lot about comedy. I love hosting there. There, there was one recently where I'm just like, 
is it just me or is this kind of nothing good? And it was, it's a slower time of year. And, um, you know, but I, I was like, no, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I think Dale Jones is coming up next. He's, uh, he's really good. He's been around for a while. Uh, last time he, uh, I saw him perform with a torn ACL and he was oh, more, wow. he was more animated with his leg up on a stool. He had to keep it elevated than I ever am. Oh my God. I mean, he, and he's, he's hysterical. So whenever he's coming up, if, if you've never been to the comedy catch before, I, I genuinely recommend uh, I've not coming been to see down it. to their new, gotta spot. see it. I'm glad they moved. Gotta see. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if you don't mind parking on main street and walking, cause you should never give Republic parking. A no, dime. never, no, never, never, ever. Um, they booted us last year. Yeah. We were working uh so the Brewers fest. And all they we booted did, us within 10 minutes. All we did was not pay for fucking parking. Can you believe that? No, I was going to come back and pay. We were <laughs> yeah, checking to we see were. if we had parking passes. <laughs> we were. So yes, fuck Republic yeah, parking. Fuck but those anyway, guys. back to By your the way, point. when I so, said I was interviewing Satan, I'm actually interviewing Republic parking <laughs> so, on my show. Oh. Yeah. Oh so, fuck. Yeah, so, bring eggs. Um, oh, if I could if I could oh, if I could get him to wear oh, like a green so shirt and khakis. Oh my the show, I'd be like, oh, you are the devil. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> That's that was gonna be my Halloween costume next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just buy That's that outfit one. from somebody. You yeah. can come on the pub crawl with us. Yeah. We do an annual pub crawl. Ooh. We can say yeah. that now. We've done it twice annually. Yeah. We do an annual big annual, pub crawl. Yep. Halloween pub crawl. Very nice. You mentioned Free Kittens? Free Kittens is the name of the show. So okay. many open mics have right. a okay. have a goofy name. Got it. Okay, um, I got it. I got it. People show up expecting free kittens, and I'm like, the kittens aren't free. They cost money. I would have shown up looking for kittens. <laughs> oh, my gosh, if I could play with kittens. I'd never look on the stage. I forget the mm. comedians, you know? That's true. The Although they, you'd bring them home, they'd smell like smoke. and you know. Oh, yeah. You know, they, <laughs> it would be adorable. <laughs> um, the other two things, obviously, like it needs the help, but uh, once a month, Mm-hmm. Uh, hosted by Grace and Natasha. Check out once a month and Cutthroat Comedy. Uh, Ryan and Ben just had their first show this past Friday. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make it because I was in Asheville on a m- long planned trip, and uh, I'm really sorry I missed it. But I will definitely be there this next time. A comedy game show hosted by those morons is uh, uh, it's it's got to be good. It's and well, and they'll good. be here next week to tell you guys all about Ryan it. Ryan so. and Ben, yeah. I think they're both showing up. That's good because yeah. I couldn't really see Ryan shouldering the interview alone. Like I'm I assuming have. they're both showing yeah, up. Yeah, I. Yeah. Well, you really need them both. You know. Yeah. yeah. They sort of sold it to me on a package deal thing. So I'm they, they are. It's both. Yeah. They are. Yeah. It's very codependent. It's actually. It's very disturbing. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll I'll count on them both. That's that's what I assumed was happening. And then we've got Natasha and Grace coming on the week after that. Nice. We're gonna drink high grav beers and talk about cults. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. you were teasing that last time. You were teasing that last time. Yeah. Um, I I like listening to my friends on podcasts because I get all of the laughs without actually having to hang out with them. <laughs> so I'm really glad you're having them on. Cool. Yeah, we enjoy so having we. them on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It works that they like to be here too. Yeah. That's nice. Also, that clearly. Yeah. Thank you for covering two of my plugs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now all I've got is uh, I got to tell you guys about Bruce Guys, which is coming on April fourteenth. Natalie is going to come on on April third, and she's actually going to have some of the beers that's going to be at the festival. So we're going to review some of those and give kind of an early preview thing. But that's Bruce Guys on April fourteenth. It's going to be four to nine for that early bird admission ticket or five to nine if you're just a regular old square. And then, 
Oh, yeah, it's at the Chattanooga Choo Choo because that's important. Also, I want to remind you guys, get down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. Get your Brew Chat six-pack. Get your Growler promos on Fridays from 4 to 6. Get your wine promos on Saturdays 2 to 4. And they some have, sometimes have cheese. Get down there and get that checked out. And I wanted to remind you, you can now find the Brew Chat podcast on the Hopped Up Network. That's at thehoppedupnetwork.com. Yeah. And uh, I we think that's buddies. go check out Donnie Marsh. Go check out Chat Talk tonight when it debuts on Thursday. Right? Yeah, baby. Yeah, Thursday, the day this comes out, Thursday, March fifteenth. And we'll see you guys next time. This has been the Brew Chat Podcast, episode one thirty. Woo.